Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Talking about podcasts. We're talking about podcasts. Podcasts. Very many Monday chunkies. I'm Carter. I'm Doge. I'm Jordan. That was an accidental Will Ferrell Robert Goulet. Unintentional. Unintentional. Oh, wait, one second. I got to do the secret word for the day. Oh, my gosh. Today's secret word is Jesus. Movie. (laughs) It's movie. (laughs) Today's secret word is I'm George. Like before you'd even do the intro. (laughs) Is I'm. Um, Weird enough that the secret word was Robert Goulet. That sucks, (laughs) man. If you had just not made what that comparison. Odds? What are the odds even? There's There's <laughs> been a couple mini Mondays that I have forgotten to give the secret word. I need to just do that every single time that we do mini Monday because one day there will be the to. bizarre the bizarre word I throw out there and one of you says it and I think that'll be a lot of fun. It keeps those no. listeners attentive. Yeah, for you. It'll be fun for you. You know, keeps them attentive. Uh, guys, I was going to do some news. There's not too much big news. There's some trailers uh, it was fun trailers. to see Mario. We'll talk about Mario tomorrow. Um, tomorrow. But there's Mario. just the amount of animated, you know, especially as we're working through a, a spring delirium here of some some cartoons, the amount of animated movies. It's just bizarre. I, I think mm. it's great. I think there's just a lot. There's a lot of any kind of genre right now. But mm-hmm. I remember being a kid and it felt like maybe three or four came out a year of yeah. like an animated film. And yeah. then, you know, things like Toy Story come out and it's like, I've never seen this before. Three Kids dimensions. They have it so and easy. And now it's man. all like that. They're always getting a movie for them. They're always getting a movie. 
Guys, before we go into Spring Delirium and get down to our sweet 16, uh, I want to I play a short game. I think I was inspired with Mario, the Super Mario Brothers movie that we're reviewing tomorrow. I wanted to play some Mario Jolf today. Would you be down yeah, for this? Great. Great. That's three J's. That on Switch. That's three J's. So Jolf and Mario Jolf play essentially the same way. But Jolf uh, is a game in which each of these boys are given allotted strokes. You kind of start with the amount of strokes that you can work with here. You know, like you play golf and it's a par five. It's like the best thing for you to do is try and get the ball in the hole within five shots. It's also the Masters today. It's also the Masters Masters today. today, We had to do it. We had to do it. The... Technically, the Masters ended yesterday, but the, it's the Masters as, for us. As of the lives. recording, though. As of the recording right now, timestamp it. Uh, and with Mario Joff, what I wanted to do is have specifically Mario-themed movies. What cool. we do in Joff is that these allotted strokes that these guys have are how close they can get to the critic or audience scores on Rotten critic. Tomatoes. It's always critic. So it's say something critic. was 98% on Rotten Tomatoes for critics, and they said 92. One of them said 92. They've got six strokes taken away from that 22, and now they're down to 16. Whoever can get the most movies correct or within their allotted amount of strokes before reaching zero or being in the negative. Zero, you can you can flirt with zero. Uh, that's our winner. Uh, me, I'm married. Yeah. Yeah. So we have our— Yeah, mm-hmm. Did you just say yeah? Is that all you did? Yeah. Here's our Mario-themed Joff. Mario Joff. Our first movie will be Step Up, featuring Mario. Mario was actually in that movie. Excellent. Uh, best known for hit singles like Just a Friend, Let Me Love You. Yep. Uh, recipient Let of me love you top R&B hip-hop single the of the day. year, 2005. And Let Me Love You is a great song. Is just a Banger. Just an it's a really absolute good song. Tandy, it's a really good song. Band. This is the first time anyone's ever compared themselves to a rubber band in a love song. Every time it does the <laughs> like not, I can't the, every time it does the like uh, uh, like that sound in the background yeah. of the song. Ooh. It's just clearly just a keyboard. Like the guy's just trying to get into it, but he's just it's just two keys. Just, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. Great song. And are we choosing? Are you? You're choosing the tomato meter or the audience score here? We will never. Hey, we will Cryptic. literally never choose the audience score. I don't know why you keep so including. We'll be tomato do meter it. today. To this time, uh, it's going to be the critics. <laughs> this time, critics. We'll check next time. time. We'll check back next time. Uh, who would like to go first here on Step Up, the 2006 musical drama, one hour thirty eight minutes? I'm happy to go. Jordan first. Doge, if you would I'm happy please. To go. <laughs> Ute. Jordan? Yeah. 78. Okay. This is tough. I don't know how they felt about it. I'm going to say 71. Our winner for the, the first round of Joff today is Doge. Because the tomato meter score is 21% <laughs> for step up. Jordan guessed 78. Doge guessed 71. <laughs> That was so a practice. Round. That was no. That was a practice round. That was a calibration <laughs> was a round. round. I got to calibrate my. It's golf fine. Clubs. I had movies. I have. I'm having fun doing these Mario movies, anyways. Uh, but yeah, the audience said 83. percent That's a wow. massive gap, y'all. There's Big a 62 percent gap. That's critics wow. need to crazy. <laughs> critics need to get out of their own west holes. If you're, can asking, I we'll talk about that? If you're asking me, that's a that's a 
That's a joke that wasn't even on the pod. You just brought you just that. brought a real That's life joke into the pod. Can I, I say? I understand what I did. I think that if I were to feel <laughs> any sort of responsibility to consumers of our podcast, if I were to feel any sort of like this is what I we owe the world, it would be hmm. movie like. Not critiques, not movie, not what movie critics do, but like movie opinions, movie discussion. The word musings is right that, there. That tries its hardest <laughs> to be not up its own butt as far as humanly possible. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. think it's ridiculous to say, now I've only seen Step Up once and it was a long time ago and it's not a great movie, but 21% should be reserved for like stuff that's barely watchable, right? That's, yeah. a, that, well, that's a crazy- that's- but that's why percentages don't make sense for rating art. Well, Rotten Tomatoes does the pass fail percentage, right? Where it's not there's not a critic saying this is a 2.1 out of 10. Right. 21% of critics rated it positively. Right. No. I guess, I guess what I'm just saying is like the metrics that we use to try and evaluate a movie, something that is sort of a subjective experience ultimately. Yeah. It can be so misleading. And there are so many things with higher ratings than they deserve and much lower ratings than they deserve. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Anna Smith of Time Out, she's a top critic on Rotten Tomatoes, said in October 30th of 2006, while Tatum has rough charm, Dewan is more dancer than actress. Uh, I guess just talking about the the female lead there. And I probably pronounced her name wrong. Here's what's interesting. That was Anna Smith of Time Out on October 30th of 2006. On November 30th of 2006, Anna Smith of Empire Magazine. Ah. It's the same person, also a top critic, still, a month later. It's the usual case of great dancing, bad acting, and even worse dialogue, and this very guilty pleasure for fans of the genre. Rotten. Both of those were rotten. Why did she get two shots at it? I don't know. Might there be more than one Anna Smith? It's the same Anna Smith. It's the same picture and everything. Same profile. I also think really this could be on today's game like a twenty-two or twenty-three percenter. Where wow. did she not have two votes? Wow, it's hilarious to me to call something a guilty pleasure and then to rate it rotten. Yeah, that was so weird. Who's who are you deciding uh, on a guilty pleasure for? Clearly, it's not a pleasure for you. Gummy worms are a guilty pleasure for me, right? Um, and they're delicious. But You're like, I'm going to give them a twenty percent. Unless I'm rating them on the nutrition scale, but why am I rating a guilty pleasure on the nutrition scale? Right. It's silly. Yeah. And if you were rating it on the nutrition scale, it would be weird to be like, no nutrients. Love it. No. (laughs) (laughs) So this whole, so this whole like philosophical treatise on how movies should be rated is an example of a podcast that's not climbing up its own butt. We did it. Way to go, guys. Yay. No, that was pretty, that was pretty buttable. That was pretty navel gazy. Yeah. Yay. Next movie, or next actor, Mario Lopez, duh. It's Mario Joff. How should we not? Feliz Navidad. The real one? The real one or the shadow film? Well, actually, we can't even play that because there's only an audience score. I'll give it my critic score. Zero. We'll give it an audience score. We can do audience score. It's my guilty I'm happy to do audience score. Not enough critics saw Feliz Navidad, which is interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. Hmm. I can think of three that saw the real one. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Uh, Doge, you go first this time. Jordan went first last time. Jordan, please mute. Does what? I think audiences loved it 65% of the way to 100. So that would be 65. 
Okay. Audience score. Audience score. Now, who's going Who's going on Rotten Tomatoes to review Feliz Navidad? Yeah, people where is saw the, it? Where is the it's Venn diagram overlap of people who tuned in to watch Feliz Navidad and then know what Rotten Tomatoes is and also would like to get their computer <laughs> out and write a review for it? I think that overlap is right at about 58% is what I think. Y'all killed it on this one. The actual score, audience score, was 60%. Doge had said 65. Jordan said 58, which means Jordan is down to 20 strokes. We started with 22 because it's two chunks and two's the number. And Doge (laughs) is down to 17. We move on (laughs) to Marion Cotillard. Mario technically is in her name. Sure. So I thought that'd be fun. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Let's do the critic score for Assassin's Creed. One of her lesser-known titles, but one that we almost reviewed on this podcast. Thank God we did. Assassin's Creed. Jordan, you're first? Yeah. Jordan is first. Critic score Critic score. Assassin's Creed. Well, if it's higher, if it's much higher than a 52, I'll be shocked. So I'm going to go with 52. Okay. 31. SNL? That was really good. 31 for you, Doge? Yes. You may do the voice the again. The actual scored 19% oh. on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, you win, Doge. of 33 put him at negative 13 to Joe. Doge's five. Doge, hey, I have one more movie for you to see. my guess was certainly not 33. Sorry, uh, 52. Sorry. 33 was the difference between your score and the actual this score. This isn't a math Sorry. cast. We don't have to show our work. I'm not trying to math cast here. I shouldn't have said anything. That's my fault. Uh, Doge, uh, since you're still in it, let's do another yeah. Mario Lopez movie that showed up for me that seems uh, good for the times. Good for the times here. Makes sense for the time that we're in. The Dog Who Saved Easter. Mario Lopez uh, voiced Zeus in The Dog huh. Who Saved Easter. It couldn't be more applicable to hmm. where we are in this game of Jolf and where we are on this day. The Dog Who Saved Easter only has an audience score. 2014 hit. That's, it's funny because that's how I celebrate five, every Easter. You have five strokes to play with here. And watch The Dog Who Saved Easter and really think about my life. What, what's your guess? 52. Mm, 68%. Far too high. Far too high. Far too high. 68%. Far too high. Far too high. Far too high. Let's go to an ad break. Thank God. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Congratulations, Doge, on your Joff win. Yeah, thanks. Mario Joff. The first ever time we've played Mario Joff. It might not come back, but I bet there's going to be another Super Mario Brothers movie. That's not I bet they're going to make a hundred of these. If there's an IP that has millions of hours of content in the real world, yep. yes, it's going to be… It's Illumination just found a printer in their back office, and they're like, oh my gosh, look at all this ink <laughs> we have to use with this printer. At, would you look at this? Yeah, that I'm I'm excited for that. Spring Delirium, our forgotten series. These are all of our 2D characters that are not Disney. And of course, they're also not Studio Ghibli, all that kind of stuff. But this is our uh, kind of classic cartoons. We had a little bit of the modern stuff. We're down to 32 left. This is our round to get us to the Sweet 16. Once we get to the Sweet 16, it is no longer up to the pod boys. It is up to you. Be on the lookout for voting on uh, spring delirium from here on out. That means you will be voting during the spring, uh, sorry, the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the final matchup. If you're a Patreon supporter, the extra vote works a little different on this. Your extra vote kicks in for the championship match. Everybody's got one vote. And then at the very end, if you're a Patreon supporter, you get to vote twice. Yes. Thank you for that, Doge. As we go into our uh, round of 32, we were very agreeable. When we came yeah. through here, something happened in these matchups. It's because the choices just were made, just made more sense. That's how it works. That's how it goes. The choices were more obvious. So we're going to fly through this a little bit. There was one contested that we will yeah, spend uh, here there at the end of this. But we start with, we had SpongeBob against Bluey. Bluey, the kids show, and honestly, a show for adults. Mm. It, this was our... Uh, not necessarily Cinderella. Bluey was an eight seed, but just flying up the charts. I don't even know if Bluey would have been in this two or three years ago. And now here Bluey is. An amazing season. Loses to, though, the number one seed, SpongeBob. SpongeBob moves yeah, on it's obvious. to the next round. Then we had a battle of the children, which sounds like maybe mm. a horror movie that got a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Battle <laughs> of the children. 12 seed Chucky Finster, that is of Rugrats against Cartman, Eric Cartman, the four seed from the popular show South Park. Yeah. Can I? Can we talk about this for a second? Can we stop down? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing. I think that South Park has been more influential on adult comedies than it has on cartoons. 
mm-hmm. on animation. Yeah. Um, so that's that's part of it. I think that Rugrats, Rugrats people think of when they think cartoon more than they think South Park. But the, the, for me, the other reason is I think that Nickelodeon is other than SpongeBob and I suppose Avatar, although that's sort of its own thing at this point. But Nickelodeon's pretty underrepresented here. Yeah. And uh, Chucky, Chucky deserved to move. I just feel the need because I know obviously Cartman is iconic in the same way that like Homer Simpson or, um, mm-hmm. oh, why can't I think? Uh, what's the family guy people's names? Peter Griffin. The Griffins. Yeah, Stuart like Griffin. they're, they're, they're iconic in the same way that those characters are. But yeah. I would also argue that those, those characters are not in the same league animation-wise as some of these other players, you know? Yeah. 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 Sure. I appreciate yeah. that two cents, putting that in there. It's also good to have that as an, uh, not an alibi, but as an argument once things hit once the Discord. Once Discord comes yeah. for your throat. <laughs> what point are this? We love that, though. Oh, 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 I'm waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. There was a lot of backlash. There was, uh, our good friend Jordan on the podcast here was somewhat demonized. He was raked over the coals uh, a little bit for advocating for Lightning McQueen purely based on cultural relevance a few people, years ago. Uh, yeah, arguing against the, Scooby-Doo last week. I love that, yeah. though. I don't it's remember phenomenal. who Lightning people McQueen People whipping out was receipts. Against, I think receipts only work if the store's willing to exchange, though. And this store <laughs> has a no-return policy, unfortunately. Yeah, so you can bring all the receipts you want. It's fine. It doesn't change anything. <laughs> the next matchup is... Uh, the Cinderella continues to move through the bracket. We had Miss Frizzle, the 11 seed, against the number yeah. three seed. It's easy. Snoopy. It's easy. See, Snoopy. It wouldn't have been for me. But Miss Frizzle does move on. Miss Frizzle yeah. moves on. I love that. Uh, theme song alone. Then we had theme song alone. Theme song Miss Frizzle great. should take yeah. this entire bracket. That's great. Uh, 10 Pink Panther was against the number two seed, Homer Simpson. Homer, Homer moves on. Homer. So on this quarter of the bracket, that means in our Sweet 16, you Chunkies will be voting on these matchups. SpongeBob against Chucky. The number one seed SpongeBob against 12, Chucky. So there will be a Nickelodeon representative in the Elite Eight. Yes, good. And then we have number 11, Miss Frizzle, against the number two seed, Homer Simpson. The bizarre matchups like that are why we do this. Miss Frizzle against Homer what's Simpson. What's he from? Uh, the Simpsons. The oh. next matchup was the number 16 seed Samurai Jack, who beat number one Rick and Morty. Which we didn't get a ton of backlash for that. No, we didn't. And then the number nine seed Yogi Bear, who beat uh, people's temptations to... No, that's Smokey. Um, Samurai Jack wins again. Of course he does. Yeah. yeah. All the way through to the next about Yogi Bear. And then we've got number five seed Uncle Iroh against number four seed Fred Flintstone. Uncle Iroh moves on to yeah, the next That one's round. on riding. That one's just on riding. Yeah. Then we had an interesting matchup here. Number 11, Dexter of Dexter's Laboratory against number 14, Courage of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Doge, I'm Courage surprised wins. by your vote here. Can you talk me? Really? Yeah. Uh, well, we, we, you just didn't chime in a whole lot about Courage last week, so I wasn't sure where you stood vis-a-vis Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah, and just as I a review, this this was contested. Doge had voted for Stewie Griffin to move past the yeah. first round against Jordan's vote for Courage, and obviously Courage made it here to Dexter, and now Doge has uh, said Courage along with Jordan. Go ahead. Uh, I, at the risk of overinflating your ego, 
You swayed me a bit last week with your mm. argument that courage introduces kids to horror in an interesting way. But I think more than that, I think for this particular matchup of courage versus Dexter, I think that courage is like conceptually a little bit more interesting and maybe a little stronger than Dexter is. Because I think there's been, like Dexter, we've had versions of this. We've had Jimmy Neutron, which is like kind of the same thing. Like we've had like genius does genius things. You know what I mean? But courage is, I mean, I guess we could say we have a a scared dog being scared in Scooby-Doo as well. But courage, I think is a little more unique. Sure. Yeah. That's great. Our 10 seed Mordecai and Rigby. This was our battle royale against the two seed, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry moves on. Call me when Mordecai and Rigby screams like a full-grown man. It's never never (laughs) not funny. (laughs) So in this quarter of the bracket, the Sweet 16 matchups are Samurai Jack against Uncle Iroh and Courage against Tom and Jerry. Classic dog, cat, mouse situation. Courage against Tom and Jerry. Like one of every animal represented in that fight. Number one seed, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came against the number eight seed, Garfield. TMNT moves on yeah. to the next because round. Because Garfield get, does because not make they it both, Like they both, because pizza is basically a big flat lasagna. And so I think yeah. that's why they win for me. That's it's probably just a more portable lasagna. Yeah, had to be. Number five, Tina Belcher against number 13, Archer. Uh, yeah. Tina Belcher moves on. Yeah, the number five seed. She's got to. She's hilarious. Never seen a gif of Archer twerking, unfortunately. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I bet there is one. Yeah, uh, 11, Animaniacs against the three-seed Bobby Hill. Bobby yeah. moves on to the next round. So that vote for me, again, we talked about it last week, never really watched a ton of King of the Hill. That vote for me was more Y'all for the it. King of the Hill fans because I Thank know you. how special the show is. Really. That was for me. Thank Not a ton so of Animaniac fans. Not a ton of people clamoring for Animaniacs to advance. I really used to adore the Animaniacs. They just haven't held up. Like, there's no... Yeah. That thread done, wor- done war thin. Yeah. Yeah, done war pretty thin. Uh, the seven seed, the Iron Giant, who we'll see later uh, in this series against number two, Scooby-Doo. It broke Scooby-Doo my two is what some of the fans are, are calling it here. Sorry, Iron Giant. You don't make it to the next round. Yeah. It broke my goes. heart. It's just, it's Scooby, you know? I, I understand yeah. that I argued against Scooby-Doo before, and it's just because of Strong Bad. The, yeah. I mean, Scooby versus Iron Giant is a, is a real heartbreaker, but uh, it's Scooby, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say yeah. that of, of all of the cartoons on this list that are pre-90s, like it, that existed pre-the-90s, Scooby-Doo is the only one that has proven to have real staying power. Yeah. Mm. Kids, do kids even care about Bugs Bunny? Like, I, I would be shocked. Yeah, I know. But Scooby still, rules still. LeBron tried to make him care about Bugs Bunny, but he didn't care very much. Mm. He didn't care very much with that Space Jam sequel. That new generation. Ugh. That means in That's this the problem with the kids bracket, today is they don't think round. Rabbit Who Eats Carrots and says, what's up, Doc, is really that funny. Our next round will be the number one seed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles against the number five seed Tina Belcher. Bob's Burkers. Burgers? Burkers. Burkers. Bob's Burkers. Bob's Burkers. Bob's Bob's Up against the Turtles. And they'll also be the three seed Bobby Hill against two seed Scooby-Doo. That's kind of tough. That'll be interesting to see how the peoples vote. Finally, let's get to this last quarter of the bracket. We had Bugs Bunny, the number one seed, against Luis Belcher. Mm-hmm. The nine seed. 
Tough Gina break, was doing Luis. a little bit of uh, uh, avenging in her matchup because Luis does not go any further here. Bugs Bunny moves on. And then we had Bugs's pal, the five seed, Daffy Duck, against the 13 seed, Lionel. Sorry. Didn't even have to think about it. It's Daffy. Who cares? One of them has a sword. Sword of omens, baby. And friends Sorry, with Daffy. weapons. Ah, Daffy's got friends with weapons. But Lionel moves on to the next round. We have Alvin and his brothers, also known as the Chipmunks. The 10 seed against number two seed, Charlie Brown. I need someone to explain themselves here. The Chipmunks move on to the next yeah. round. Yeah. Doge, I already know your love for the Chipmunks. It's stronger than? Stronger than Charlie Brown? Yeah. If it was a soundtrack battle, it's a different conversation, you know? Is it though? Yeah. yeah. No. Yes, it is. I think it's still I think it's still equally as like, ooh, I don't know who could take it. In a soundtrack fight? Absolutely. You think pitch-shifted voices covering songs that already exist are better than the Vince Whatever Trio's soundtrack? In terms of in terms of cultural, like, oh, this is a big deal. No, nah, I think you're wrong. But they both have Christmas contributions. Have you thought of yeah, that? Yeah, I was about to say, both of the Christmas contributions rip and are certified Christmas bangers. They are. I mean, the Chipmunks are That's just so much more entertaining to watch. It's not even funny, but… yeah. Yeah. Soundtrack battle, for me at least, is a very different story. Soundtrack battle. Maybe that'll be a spring delirium of the future. I don't know. We'll see. Do We've we basically all, I, done everything I, else. I feel like it is unanimous which chipmunk we all are of the three of them. Have we even talked about that? I don't think we've even talked about it because I don't think we've needed to. Jordan's clearly Alvin. I'm clearly Simon. Carter's clearly Theodore. Right? Wow. I think that tracks. This is clear yeah. to me. This is I clear think to that me. tracks. Yeah. I do wear a big red do. shirt with a yellow J on it all the time. So that, I know. that probably I know. A big, a, a huge floor-length shirt. Which is <laughs> we are Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. That's I call it my day gown. It's not my I day gown. I am the shortest. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. We have our last. We need, to, we need to reserve this last bit of time on Mini Monday today because you guys disagreed. Get ready. Put on, put on your disagreement pants. Put on your disagree pants. Don't got we any had the others. number six seed Zuko of Avatar The Last Airbender against the 14 seed Inspector Gadget. Jordan sided with Zuko, whereas Doge sided with Inspector Gadget. Who would like to go first in terms of an explanation here? I can go. As to why. Yeah. Um, if we're taking, I mean, it's not Matthew Broderick. It's not French Stewart. It's the cartoon, which is okay. And Zuko is awesome. It was that simple for me. Zuko is a character with depth. And Inspector Gadget is a silly, a silly Billy cartoon, which I have, I have room for. I have love for a silly Billy cartoon. But mm. to me, Inspector Gadget, for me, the live action movies are, are uh, far more prevalent in my childhood than the cartoon. I would argue that uh, only one of these two franchises, IPs represented here, has been proven to have any legs outside of its original medium. There's something transcendent about the inspector, which does not appear to be as transcendent about Zuko and his friends, simply due to the success of the if, live action If Night Shyamalan had directed Inspector Gadget, we may have a different conversation. Can you imagine? Can you imagine M. Night's <laughs> Inspector Gadget? M. Night's Inspector Gadget. <laughs> uh, this twist would be that, like, the inspector had been in a horrible car accident and lost all of his limbs. And this was all like a fever dream as he's on the way to the hospital. 
Sure. It would just all look like iRobot. It's just the same twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just the same. Um, both valid arguments. I will have to push. I already know. I already know. You're going to push against me. Whatever I vote for. I, like, I have I not been as against you as you think I have. Zuko moves on to the next round. Oh, interesting. That means this Weird how that final works. quarter of the bracket. And that's why they call him Justin Victim Complex Dozier. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Is the number one seed Bugs Bunny against lion Oh my gosh. I'm very excited for that. That's debate. tough. The vote. I <laughs> know we have how number it's going to Zuko against the Chipmunks. To end today's episode, and in honor of our fallen inspector, <laughs> I'd love to have your name, and I want to tell. I, I want you to tell me if you were to have just one aspect of your body, one part of your body, to be gadgeted, uh, to be bionic in some way. Yeah. Which, which on this non-explicit podcast, <laughs> would you have it be? I'm Carter, and I would say. I think an eye, yeah. to have an eye that can do multiple things, x-ray, um, seeing long distances. I think it would ultimately be pretty valuable. I would want to be valuable to to others in some way. I, I think I'd do an eye. Hmm. It'd be great at concerts. Can you imagine? Yeah. Doesn't matter where you sit. You can see it really well. I'm Doge. Um, nose. Give me a better sniffer. This one is burdened by human things like allergies and mm. nose hairs. Give mm. me a sleek- What if you had a trimmer, a built-in trimmer inside? That you no. Just- Get out of there. Just replace the whole thing. It's all chrome. It doesn't grow hair because it's metal. There's no nose hairs in a metal nose. Nose hairs are worthless, right? No Why allergies in a metal nose. I don't even need expanded functionality. I just kind of want to patch up the bad parts of my human nose. <laughs> yeah. Nose hairs keep particulates from getting into your... Give me those. I would rather have particulates than nose hairs. Oh. Thanks, nose hairs. I don't need a filter. My air's clean enough. If you wait long enough, it keeps particulates from getting in your mouth. (laughs) Gross. Gross. Like a whale? It's my baleen. (laughs) (laughs) You're just sifting everything at all times. I'm Jordan. I want a funner answer than this, but it's, it, the, I mean, the real answer is genuinely a hand. It, I mean, his arm. Like that yeah. is yeah. unequivocally the most beneficial thing from, from, yeah. from something as simple as like sitting on the couch, want to refill my water, go, go gadget arm, dude, all the way over there. Do it. Uh, you got things like that. You got uh, very good at Ultimate Frisbee. Insane. Yeah. Really, you don't have to. You don't have to let it go. You could just airplane uh, it around. Even for Put the like star the on top extra, of the Christmas tree, the extra bit of distance to actually scratch your entire back mm-hmm. would be yeah. really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My funny answer is butthole, though, so I can poop without without going to the bathroom. You just, is that the perk you think that like comes flying with the through the butthole? air? I guess it would be up to you. Yeah. Go go get kinda, your butthole. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you just like whisper in public places so that people just don't ask questions. You're like, what's that long tube? Uh, how about you mind your business? Is that what? Um, is that technically what a hemorrhoid is? Yeah. <laughs> or a hermoroid.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.